Friday the 25th, Black Friday, 2022. This is the Redacted Culture Cast, and if you are watching us on YouTube, you will see that the attire has changed for the day. And with the attire to something more relaxed, today we are going to travel down a road of thanksgiving, of being thankful and, and mentioning some of the things that we're thankful for. And, uh, and I think I've had to distill it into about three subjects, because while we have plenty to be thankful for, I also recognize that uh, one a- aspect of gun culture is that we, we tend to spend hours complaining and minutes in gratitude. Or we're very specific about the things that we don't like, but very general about the things that we do like. Uh, and, and, and we're very specific about the things that we're critical about, but very general about the things that we are encouraged by. And so I, I, I don't want that to be a meta-criticism embedded in a meta-criticism about Thanksgiving. Uh, rather, I want to list, uh, list just for this Friday three things uh, that we are personally thankful for in regards to, or I am personally thankful for in regards to the Redacted Culture Cast where the company is going, and uh, the country writ large, or gun culture writ large. So, to start, the first thing that redacted I, or I am thankful for, when it comes to gun culture, is that I get to live in a day and age where we are discussing things like gun culture. I am thankful that I get to grow up, and I get to live, I'm in my 30s, I get to live in an age where intellectualism is returning to gun culture, or gun culture is returning to intellectualism, where I get to fuse two of my specific interests, philosophy on the one hand, and the concept of capacity, whether it's capacity for violence, or capacity for strength, or courage, or honor, whether it's in a sense, being a good man or being good at being a man, I'm thankful that I get to live in a day and age where we are having in-depth conversations about gun culture in a way that our previous generations didn't, with the exception of very few. I'm thankful that uh, in the way that in the 70s, 80s, 90s, somebody like uh, Jeff Cooper, no relation, was a bit more of an an anomaly because he was writing about the ideas that he talked about. Today, we're much more focused on those ideas and that we're we're moving away from uh, but my Second Amendment argument to something that's a little bit more defined, that uh, it's a little bit more refined into why we believe in something like the Second Amendment, that we are not necessarily depending on simply the Constitution itself to be that legal defense for the right to bear arms, but also that the ideas behind it are being uh, re, uh, re um, perpetuated. Uh, that's probably not the right word, but re- reintegrated into gun culture as a whole. That's something that I'm thankful for. I'm thankful that um, I'm, I, I'm thankful for that. I just get to be thankful for the the great conversations that we've had, whether it's with some of the guests that you've seen on the show, with some of the guests that are coming up, uh, about the things that we think are valuable and important, and how what I believe that that intellectualism, that return to matching what we think about a thing with how we act on it. Uh, to a return to looking for ways to add value uh, to our culture as a whole. 
So that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing that I'm thankful for is that I think the age of isolation uh, is past and that a lot of gun culture is moving away from, and very rapidly so, this idea of being an atomized, isolated uh, community. Or a, let's just say a community of nomads who say things like, I wouldn't join a club that would have me. And 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 I think... Another way of saying it is that we're moving away from the idea of being like the prepared loner. Uh, as much as we enjoy our video games and our fallouts and our uh, our different concepts of like the secret agent man and, and a lot of our, let's just say, um, fiction wraps around the actions of a single individual, I think that gun culture as a whole is moving away from uh, this sort of, it's not rugged individualism, it's moving away from the um, the loner type mentality to focus when it is focusing on the individual, focusing on the individual's capabilities, what they have to offer, and what they have to uh, benefit each other. What are they offering? What are they bringing to the table? Uh, I think <clears throat> at this time around the year when we're talking about Thanksgiving, uh, we talk. We we you'll occasionally hear about uh, the history of the United States and how kind of the first Thanksgiving happened in the colonies and whatever. And and one of the distinct one of the distinctions that was made in early American pre well pre American history was that when colony when when people landed uh, on American soil, those who tried to implement um, a kind of a socialistic attitude uh, were not very successful, but rather when people had incentive to do the best that they could to offer the best that they could to their community, those, community th- those communities thrived. And I think the same thing will apply and continues to apply to gun culture, where I am thankful that there are companies like um, HRF Concepts or Villain Weapon Systems or uh, so, and, and I'm listing some of the guests that have been on the show. I mean, I'm going to be, I am going to be biased, but they are people that I've had good conversations with. Um, Cogworks, Raidworks are, are all examples of companies that are not behemoths uh, like Remington, Smith and Wesson, Six Hour, whatever. That are 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 able to turn the attention, uh, are that that are showing an example of turning the attention away from being frustrated with, say, lack of innovation on the national scale. And remember, innovation for FN is making a better, lighter belt-fed machine gun, which is not really going to hit your market. Uh, we, and we could disagree with that in the future. We could maybe see that change. But th- what we're seeing when it comes to gun culture on the market level is we're seeing such so many of these smaller companies, these individuals volunteering to say, here I am, I'll make it. And that is encouraging. It's, it's, yeah, I, I, that's something I get to be thankful for, that we're seeing sort of this, it's not, I don't know, you can never call it a golden age until we're well looking past it and we'll all be dead by then. But rather, you can say, there is an attitude and an aspect within contemporary gun culture in the year of 2022, year of our Lord, where, the individ- the, the, where individuals within gun culture are spending, are, are, are transitioning away from uh, the atomization and the dis- like the disdain for just kind of 
I don't, I don't, disdain for a lack of innovation to, and they're transitioning away from this to figuring out ways where they can add value to their communities, whatever that means, to the culture as a whole, uh, to each other, or to the to the market. And and we get to see the free market benefit people who put in time, money, effort, and energy into producing something good. The last thing then, and mind you, this podcast is intended to be rather short for this Friday, um, is going to be a bit political. And one of the things that I am thankful for when it comes to politics is that we live in an age where in order for you to support the dehumanization of populations to the extent of um, strip uh, of infringing on the right to bear arms, you have to put your name on a paper and you have to sign legislation. And while it may be discouraging, in a sense, to say, to, to look out into the world and say, uh, but yeah, they're, they're still infringing on us, right? They're still, they're still, I'm just going to check this. Yeah, we're good. Uh, while, while it may be discouraging to say, you know, it's Thanksgiving, um, we, uh, if you go to Twitter, you'll see that people, um, are, are taking that you'll see, you can find examples of not that people. If you go to Twitter, you can find examples of people who are taking pride in quote unquote, educating their, uh, their family members. Uh, and these are, you know, some of the youngest, least capable or least educated or least, I don't know how to say it, like worst take ideas people that are going to go, quote unquote, educate their family about guns uh, in in 2022. And it's like, yeah, the the thing that it's it's discouraging is that they're they're so bold and brazen enough to say it. Uh, But the thing that's encouraging is that we know their names. We know who they are. We know who they are in our circles. We kind of know who that person is. And and we kind of know that maybe their opinions on things shouldn't be taken very seriously. It's it sounds strange, but we live in a day and age where you can say something that is so counterfactual, so completely ridiculous, uh, that anyone who has a modicum of knowledge about the subject will laugh at you with how completely wrong you are. And then if you give it enough time, you can go back to saying that same thing. And I'm talking about in 2013, you know, people were saying ghost guns and machine, you know, machine bullets and blah, 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 blah. Right. And we saw all these, the the, the usual players come out and say their, their, their narrative things. And then in, and then they were promptly schooled and scuttled uh, by the internet, let's just say, or by anyone who has a modicum of understanding. And we all looked at them and said, huh, foolish. And yet, seven years later, they brought out the same arguments, the same arguments over and over and over again. There are no good arguments. There are no good arguments for gun control. There's only tyrannical emotion, appeals to emotion. There are no good arguments that, uh, that do not necessarily engage in the infringement of individual rights which I mean, I suppose you could you could you could make that point, but this is a conversation about Thanksgiving, and something that I am thankful for is I live in a country where I can go buy an AR-15, 
Uh, it sounds silly. It sounds somewhat petty, I think. But I actually, uh, I actually struggle to and recognize that there is gratitude to be placed at, toward, at something's feet that we still live in a country Many of us still live. I know, I know not everyone who listens to this podcast is living in the United States at this time, but we live in a country where you can go buy a firearm. It's not like there aren't attempts to change that, but I, I do want to be thankful. I want to give thanks, thankfulness. I want to show, show gratitude where it is due. And so in that being said, um, we can close. I think we can close for the, the, the season. We're going to get ready for next week. Um, this does not mean to be said in passing, but if it must say be said, but then also go without saying, we are grateful to you, the listeners, who have taken this idea that has been boiling in the back of our brain for a while, or my brain for a while, our brain, collective brain, um... This idea of the Redacted Culture Cast has been growing for some time. And there is no time like the present. Although I'm although I may wish that I had started it earlier, I am thankful that I started it when I did. Um and I look forward to the conversations that we have in the future. I am thankful that we live in a world that isn't so bleak, uh, that there is no hope for tomorrow. So with that being said, thank you very much for listening to the Redacted Culture Cast. We look forward to hearing from you. Please feel free to reach out. Uh, conversation is warranted. It is permitted. Uh, but with, with that in closing, thank you for listening to the Redacted Culture Cast. Thank you for supporting us at redactedllc.com. We look forward to hearing more from you in the future. Uh, we look forward to sharing more with you in the future. That being said... Uh, go reach out to a friend this Thanksgiving weekend, especially one who may be alone and say, Hey bud, how you doing? Uh, and maybe you can, you know, be the one to, to, to reach out at the right time. And if you were, uh, in need of, well, don't abuse each other, but you know what to do. All right. Take care.